Welcome back to the Burning Phoenix podcast. Hope you're having a great day. Today we're going to talk about the flood, the idea of the flood, both in the mythological terms, but also to the degree and to the extent that this applies for today in like 2022, 2023, this decade, both in Europe and also then in America. So we're going to just have this idea that if this is indeed something that like the times are building up to, how do we prepare for this? How can we uh, best as possible be mentally and practically prepared? So we have five points on the list and we're just going to jump right into it. So the first point is, if we draw from the, from the mythology, the solution is to build an ark. And then you can think that an ark as building solid knowledge that we kind of uh, protect you and keep you stable if it really starts to to un- unravel and it will be even more chaos than what we what we can see sometimes even today but this might also be urgent if it is indeed coming so then the question is what to put in this ark mentally and we would recommend then to look at parts of the old tradition look at greek mythology and greek philosophy it's full of really solid timeless, deep knowledge that is very stabilizing and is also very helpful and will really kind of make your brain more stable. Uh, You can also then look at Dante's Divine Comedy, which is also super solid. And that is, again, drawing from uh, all of the Greek mythology and philosophy. And then also to keep a little bit of an openness to the mystery would be a part of this kind of stabilizing uh, stabilizing the brain in the mental sense of the arc. So just some openness, if it's a spiritual one, it's a- if it's ancient symbolism, if it's just timeless insights, uh, that again, this can sustain you if it starts flooding, that you don't think you know everything, but you have a solid foundation, but also a little bit of humility that there are things you don't know. That would often be the most, most uh, solid, stable foundation. And then we're just going to have a little sidestepping here and reading from Greek mythology when Zeus is flooding the world. So this is, in Ovid, you have five ages of of, uh, like the human history from the gods, from the first age with with the the house, and then you get Gaia, Uranus, you get the Titans. The third age is uh, when humans really fall into kind of depravity and then everything is full of vices and dysfunctional. So that's when Zeus, in a sense, representative, symbolic of realities, decides that we need a reset of the whole, of the whole, uh, whole age, and that comes in symbolically through a flood. So it's in some sense just like the the, the mechanical reaction when the age has drifted too far away from what is functional and what is actually working. So he says that when Zeus decides this, he says, so this is from Ovid, the metamorphosis. Now he was ready to hurl his lightning bolts at the whole world, but feared that the sacred heavens might burst into flame from the fires below and burn to the furthest pole. And he remembered that a time was fated to come when sea and land and the untouched courts of the skies would ignite and the troubled mass of the world will be besieged by fire. So he set aside the weapons the Cyclops forged, 
and resolved on a different punishment, to send down rain from the whole sky and drown humanity beneath the waves. So this is just a little setup that he chooses not to use fire. And then he invokes different forces of nature. It's very kind of riveting, this whole passage in Ovid. Uh, Straight away, he shut up the north winds in Aelius caves with the gales that disperse the gathering clouds and let loose the south wind. He who flies with dripping wings, his terrible aspect shrouded in pitch black darkness. His beard is heavy with rain, water streams from his gray hair, mists wreathe his forehead and his feathers and the folds of his robes distill the dew. When he crushes the hanging clouds in his outstretched hand, there is a crash and the dense vapors pour down rain from the heaven. And he continues a little bit here. Jupiter's angers, like Zeus or Jupiter, is not satisfied with only his own aerial waters. His brother, the sea god, which is Poseidon, helps him with the ocean waters. And he says there, Neptune himself which is Poseidon, strikes the ground with his trident so that it trembles. And with that blows open channels for the waters. Overflowing, the rivers rush across the open plains, sweeping away at the same time, not just orchards, flocks, houses and human beings, but sacred temples and their contents. Any building that has stood firm, surviving the great disaster undamaged, still has its roof drowned by the highest waves and its towers buried below the flood. And now the land and sea are not distinct. All is the sea, the sea without a shore. So this is the description of the flood that comes after the third age in in both Hesiod's uh, mythology and how it's presented then again with Ovid in the Metamorphosis. Okay, so that was just a sidestepping with mythology and that little passage. So we had point number one about like, Uh, mentally put what to put in dark number two you're thinking so start thinking critically and not just what feels good there are many dilemmas and ambiguous aspects of the world this is normal and this is just how it is there's something about kind of stepping back starting to evaluate like just for yourself and have critical thinking and to some extent accept that there the, the world and the reality has some problematic aspects. That's kind of a key to start getting a realistic and kind of more true view of the world. Number three, attitude. Be positive by keeping the long view. That goes into the whole idea of also this podcast, just having like the bigger view, a larger context. Think of 3,000 years, think of the centuries, and then you will see that the, the troubles that might be in some places, to more or less extent, uh, is not new in many ways. And if you have a bigger view, a bigger context, that could then make you be more positive because you could see beyond it. Okay, number four, stay away from the private media. So this is just something that has to be acknowledged these days. The private media is currently mostly designed to fragment your psyche and keep you worried and addicted. It disintegrates your mind over time. Just stay away. This is very unfortunate, but things have changed a lot over the last 10 to 20 years. It didn't used to be like this, but this is how it's not. It has become largely because of, of just commercial pressures, how to make money and and doing these things just makes media 
business is more profitable and then they don't take responsibility for the enormously, tremendously damaging effect it has. So that's number four. And number five, know that you, as a person, you can play a positive part. If you have a stable foundation, a solid arc, and you can help other people just by example. And also knowing that much better times are very likely to lay right beyond this. Right beyond the coming few years, there is very likely much better times coming. So those are the four points we wanted to say just about like if the flood is coming, how to prepare mentally, practically, and um, just staying positive, which again is our claim with with these episodes is that, that it's also not just to um, kind of encourage a positive thinking, but also because it's very likely. If you just look a little bit ahead and know the bigger context, it is actually things are moving towards something that is more like the cycles of the seasons and a new spring and and just better times. Okay, so with that, thanks so much as always for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're still having a great day and see you again in the next episode.